All right, introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood Mavs podcast. I am your interim host, Andrew the Goon Bennett. I am joined, uh, as as always, or as per usual, by uh, Jay Bonney uh, off of his uh, Luca for MVP hotspot currently. Uh, the Buckets crew is dealing with some... some uh, Slight internet issues, you know, this 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 weekend. Uh, also, but more importantly, the reason that you are uh, getting introduced by yours truly, our fearless and intrepid leader, Ben, uh, has has welcomed the newest uh, MFFL to the Mavs family earlier this week. Uh, baby Nora uh, was born um, early, I believe, February 20, early, like March 1st. Um, so Ben is doing his fatherly duties in the first week of being a dad. Uh, congratulations to Ben and Lauren. Uh, they're all doing great. And we we here at the Buckets uh, and beyond are really, really excited and happy for them. So uh, you're stuck with Jay and I on this Sunday afternoon after a we are minutes after a difficult son's loss. Um so a lot of mixed emotions, new, new babies, new, new maps, uh, MFFLs are in the fold, but also taking some L's this, this weekend as well. Jay, um, how are you feeling after that Suns game? I mean, this was, this is, might be one of going into this game. This felt like one of the bigger matchups of our season. Um, mm-hmm. and, and one of the more important games, particularly with the addition of Kyrie and Kevin Durant um, added a little bit of spice, a little bit of flavor to what is already um, already feels like uh, a little bit of a rivalry, a budding rivalry between Booker and Doncic. How, how are you feeling after that that loss, losing one thirty to one twenty six to the Suns? Uh, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I mean. It sucks to lose when we're supposed to be the hot team right now. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Nora. Uh, the new roster. Glad we got the upgrade. Um, you know, hoping we can develop her into a good podcaster. But yeah, bro, man, it's, it's a tough loss. But you can't really be. You can't be too beat down over this one. You know, like I think the Philly game was a must win because we were kind of going off a losing streak there. But, you know, the Phoenix Suns, they just get Durant in, in the last couple weeks. This is, I think, it's like second or third start. I mean, obviously, this was a national TV game. This was a game that they promoted. Um, and, I mean, you wanted to win it, but, but I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like, these rosters are so fresh. There's so much firepower on both sides. It's kind of, it's kind of a toss-up. This is not a game I put money on, for sure. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't even going to – you know, I wasn't going to bet on the Mavs. I really, I really could have bet the over. I guess you could sort of bet on high firepower, which is what we got: one hundred thirty, one hundred twenty-six. Um, yeah, this is your betting. Bet over, this is probably. your betting. Yeah, this is your betting line tip on the Mavs. Probably bet the over um, <laughs> the rest of the way. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the way because um, I think 
I think uh, this this back to back of the Sixers game Thursday into this game today is a pretty solid example of of what we can expect from these Mavericks. Again, the Sixers and the Suns are two playoff teams, two teams that uh, the Suns particularly that we will probably run into or we might run into uh, in the postseason. And, you know, the Sixers game, we were able to outshoot out, you know, firepower the 76ers and then hold on for a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, we were not quite able to out firepower the Suns um, and we're not able to hold on to a victory. Um, you know, we were without Maxi today, which I know the optimistic Mavs fans, if there are any uh, optimists really still out there after the first four or five months of the season, um, might say, oh, if Maxi's playing in this game, we get a few more key stops, you know, and we we have a we did we were not able to field our best lineup, which generally I think we all can agree includes Maxi when he's healthy. This the best version of this Mavericks team includes Maxi. Uh, I am not one of those Mavericks fans that's going to tell you everything's going to be fine once Maxi gets back into the lineup um, and gets back into kind of a, a a rhythm and routine after his hamstring injury. I still think this Mavericks team is a is a first to 130 points kind of team. Uh, and maybe that gets us into a better seating in the playoffs. I tend to think my perspective on this is the first to 130 kind of teams uh, are not well suited uh, to win a lot of playoff series. Um especially given how our defense is played. Um, and you saw it against the Suns. The Suns have the firepower. I, I know Luka Doncic is probably the, is I would consider the best player on the court. Um, but the Suns have the firepower to match us. And I have more confidence in the Suns to be able to get stops against us. All, all yeah. love and respect to Kyrie and Luka. But it, that's what it's going to come down to when we get to a playoff series is I there's not there's not going to be a ton uh, as many opportunities to say blow the doors off folks. Um, and... Yeah, that that's exactly what the last game looked like. It looked like, OK, who's going to who's going to outlast the the other the other opponent. Right. And. I think I think it feels like that too because Jason Kidd's recent comments, like like, you know, suddenly Jason Kidd sort of he had that I don't know if you'd call it a a breakdown or a or a um I don't know what's the word I'm looking for a, a outburst I don't know if you'd call it um you know a negative outburst or anything but like he did have some questionable comments like like that that got people's attention just of saying he was watching the game just like you guys my god um I, th- I think certain saying certain things like that contributes to the all right well this team like like the only thing we have going for us is offense because like not even the coaches is, is really promoting anything besides that he's just saying like oh yeah well these guys are just gonna go out there and play basketball so like yeah it does feel like that that that's discouraging to me man because because yeah, like how are we gonna how are we gonna go toe to toe with guys in the playoffs if it's just gonna be us trying to 
kick the door down on them. It's not it's not going to work every time. You yeah. know, um, that's those kind of comments. There was also a couple weeks ago where Jason Kidd kind of finally admitted that this is a team that is going to have to run folks out of the gym. That's going to have to shoot folks out of the gym. That's going to be trying to score 125 a game. And I, and I understand that, especially with the addition of Kyrie, uh, like, yeah, your offense is going to be humming, but we also, the thing that's discouraging to me about that. And also the, you know, I'm watching the game like you guys is twofold. One, when we started this season, it was pretty like business as usual. We're going to be a defense first team. And after about, you know, a month or two of that, it became pretty clear, especially with, with Christian Wood and the roster and with the loss of Maxi Kleba, that that was not going to be the mindset for the team, or it, it could not, we could not function mm-hmm. as a defense first team. And it took us and it, for whatever reason, it took the Mavericks organization and Jason Kidd almost two additional months to decide, okay, we need to lean into offense scoring, you know, and I'm not going to say that our season would be more successful if we had just leaned into that earlier, but there's seen, there's just a consistent lack of awareness from particularly from Jason Kidd about what his comments mean or the message that he sends as well as like, do you understand the roster that you have around you? Like uh, we've, we've, we've belabored the whole Christian Wood situation a lot, but the Jason kid, I'm just, I'm watching like you guys, there's, it's After a lack that, of audacity. It's the yeah. like it's it's the lack of audacity because as, as a coach, bro, like you're not supposed to be watching like us. No, you have you're supposed you have, to be put, putting the show on for us. Yeah, you know, you have you have a hand. You are not just like you know a passive observer. Like you can call plays, you can call timeouts, you can develop scheme, you can you sub players in. We've seen time and time again that Jason Kidd has an impact on the game. Unfortunately, this season, it has largely seemed like it's a negative impact on the game (laughs) where this team is blowing leads. This team is it was recently pointed out that like we probably undersold the leadership qualities of Jalen Brunson from last year because Jason Kidd very clearly is a hands off like y'all figure it out which in some cases can be empowering, you know, like Rick, Rick Carlisle for, for a lot of his years was a little bit, maybe too involved too micromanaging and that can put some players off, but we've seen time and time again, this season that this team is not, I think we're Oh, Oh, for 10 on final shot, uh, final shot attempts to win or tie a game. Uh, unfortunately that the same thing happened today against the Suns. Luca gets a look. Thank God it wasn't a step back three that was for a miss, but he drives in, puts up a contested shot, and very close to tying the game, but unfortunately did not go in. But those late game mishaps, those late game collapses, the blown leads comes down to like leadership and kind of the steely like the resolve of certain players when like the pressure starts to ratchet up 
And those are all situations in which having a Jalen Brunson on the floor prevents a lot of those situations from arising. Because Jason Kidd is clearly unwilling or ill-equipped to be that person. Usually, you you either have players on the court who can do it or your coach is going to do it. Jason Kidd has just come out and told us he's not going to be doing it. He's that is not quote unquote his job apparently to get these guys into a position to succeed, you know, in late games or when holding, holding onto a lead. Um, You heard it here. I mean, this is our first pod since, since those comments, Andrew Bennett signed, I'm going to sign this, you know, I am, I am ready. I am ready for Jason Kidd and the Mavericks to part ways. Uh, whether it is, Ooh. whether it is, I, I think we all can agree that it's not going to be anytime soon. It probably won't be until maybe after next season, if things continue to kind of just simmer and kind of, and if we continue to maintain the course um, again, this team and Jason Kidd could surprise us come playoff time. But his comments and the way that he has handled this roster this year, I I am I am fully off the Jason Kidd train. I am uh, hopping off. Uh, in general, Jay, I mean, we tough loss to the Suns. We are two and five in our last seven games. There are eighteen games left to play. How how are you feeling about this Mavs team? Where what is where are the vibes at for you? Yeah, pretty much the same, man. Like, I, I think we're we're waiting for the playoffs to come, and it's gonna be all right. We'll like see what happens then. Uh, I, I think we're one of the teams that's that's going to be floundering through the regular season uh, and confused, but I think that's gonna be not by design, but I think it's just something that we just have to accept as a as a team, bro. Like this team is not designed to dominate. Unfortunately, um, you know, I, I, I'm not quite team Yeet J kid. I'm actually team. I'm team cope. You know what? I'm, I'm going to make a new political party here. Jason kid is not the guy. All right. He's we, we were bamboozled. All right. We were fooled by the J kid experiment. He's not that guy. Um, but we did make it to the conference finals. So I, I don't know, like sticking with tradition, I really think we gotta we gotta like try to force a square hole into a, a, a circle peg, whatever. However the phrase yeah, yeah, goes. Yeah, we gotta deal like, with it this season mode. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think at least, and and really, I, I guess we gotta see how the rest of the season goes before I like have a strong opinion on this. But mm-hmm. as of today, I'm saying I give him a year. I give him a whole year, and then if next okay, year yeah. we're looking we're looking towards the final stretch, and we're like. Bro, what are we like? We've been in hell since Brunson left. All right, yeah. like, like if it's in, like that, then it's been yeah, good. yeah. In fairness to Jason Kidd, like, there's been a lot of roster upheaval. There's been, uh, there's been a lot of injuries. So, like, our current record and currently where we are is not entirely his his fault. You know, he's he has been given these ingredients and the meal that has been served to us Mavs fans has not been the best so far. Um, I guess, I guess it largely, you know, regular season, whatever 
happens in the next 18 games. His future and and a lot of the Mavericks' future rests on how how things go in the playoffs. If the season ended today, Jay, we would play. Ooh, if the season ended today, we would play Memphis in the first round. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think I mean we would we would potentially if we stay at the seven we could potentially play Memphis we could play Sacramento if we slip further back we might we could end up playing Denver uh how do you feel let's just take it round by round I think we all feel this this Mavericks team is talented enough Luka and Kyrie the combo is good enough to get us to the playoffs is are you do you feel like this team is are you ready to pencil them into the second round? Do you feel confident about like this team is good enough to win a playoff series? Yeah, I do. Yeah, as negative as I as I was about kid and all that, like oh, like this isn't it. This isn't the formula. I don't think this is the formula. I do think this is a surprising team though. I like mm-hmm. I do think mm-hmm. that once playoffs come, I think we will shock people like we did last year. I would pencil us in. Uh, for a second round, yeah, I I think we're beating both Memphis. We've been a good matchup against Memphis, oh, just yeah. generally in this era. So I mean, and really, none of the teams again, like with this roster on paper, bro. Like on paper, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be shaking in our boots at any of these guys at the end of the day. But um, but you know, I I could I could see how yeah, I mean, like definitely with the way the team's been going the coaching situation it, it's it's volatile but i this is still a surprising team and yeah. i yeah i think we should i think we should carry that that hope with us i think we beat both memphis or and or whoever sacramento kings or sacramento yeah. yeah um yeah i i would generally agree with you like i think i think this team is the combination of luka and kyrie should not be ignored and we have we have seen we saw last year, I mean this Mavericks team kind of rallied around uh, Jalen and Spencer Dinwiddie in those first few games against Utah, but like that was a fairly surprising run. I would say we were not heavily favored to beat the Jazz in the first round, and then we were not favored at all uh, to beat Phoenix in the second round. So both of those series were very surprising, Luca. I think has takes it to another level. Playoff Luca is a different breed of player. Um, he has that extra gear, um, and we've seen Kyrie do some pretty amazing stuff in the playoffs in the past. So I, I'm with you in that regard. Of of this is definitely a team that can win a playoff series. Now, if we get into a set another seven game series against, say Phoenix. Or Denver. I know a lot of people poo-poo on Denver. Um, and I mean, and we rightfully kind of shit talk the Suns a lot. Uh, Capital rightfully. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, it justified. Justified. You know what you did. You deserve it. Every yeah. bad thing, every bad thing that's coming for you. Uh, they, yeah, the biggest example of some front runners in, in the world. Um, but I do think it's you know, it's an interesting, it's funny. We used to say this team is going to go as far as like KP's knees are going to allow us to go. 
And now this season, this team is going to go as far as Maxi Kleba's hamstrings are going to allow us <laughs> to go. Because because I do think that surprising factor, the you know, the the underdogness is that is that when we roll out a lineup with Maxi, Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, and say seven, you could say Reggie Bullock, you could go five out with it, or Christian Wood, whatever it, whatever combination it is, but with Maxi in the lineup. I think I think it's the best lineup anybody can put can roll out there. Now the question, but the question becomes, how often are you going to have that lineup available to you uh, in a seven game series? Um, and so far, we've had Maxi back for like one game, one and a half. I mean, uh, did not play today. Um, do you, do you feel like this team is capable of? another Western conference finals run or God forbid a, a NBA finals run, Jay. I, I, my, my delusions, my delusions are, 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 are triggering. Like, like I could feel them tingling right now, dude, my delusions. I could see it, bro. The I mania. I could just see it. The mania is kicking in, bro. I could just, I could see the light. I could see the confetti. I could just see it. I, I think we could do it. And I also think we, Though the Maxi thing is an issue, we haven't properly utilized the tools that we have. So I think even adding to the surprise factor is is the we haven't really unleashed a Christian Wood yet, or and, and we what haven't if, even been desperate enough to let him. Like I don't even know. Well, I'm sure there's been moments, but what if I don't Jason know, we, Kidd, we, we get to the playoffs and oh my god Christian Wood is finally starting oh my oh my lord right exactly exactly yeah and, no and one then, no know. one will be prepared for that right <laughs> like yeah this especially is, the fans it will be like this what? is <laughs> this is true tinfoil hat like Jason Kidd is a mastermind he's he's <laughs> been he's playing four dimensional chess the whole way like he was just waiting for the pre- precise moment to bust out the Christian Wood death starting lineup. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I, I hope they pull up in like the same, like game one, they, they have like matching outfits or something like that would be, that would be dope. I, I, like turns out they were waiting for this. They were just waiting for this whole time. Like, oh yeah, this, yeah y'all didn't even know Christian Wood's actually Luca. Like I, that would be dope. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think the fact that we haven't quite, I, I think JaVale, I think playoff JaVale is a thing. Uh, oh you know, you know, I know, I know, I know, guys. Like, like, okay. Bro, JaVale McGee is JaVale McGee, Jay, but he's long. Jay, Jay, can be, Jay can be the delusional optimist here on out. <laughs> I, I will stay home as the delusional pessimist. Um, okay. Because <laughs> I do, enough. yeah, yeah. But, I, but I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. This team has the has the has the juice has the like the je ne sais quoi of like a surprise playoff contender uh they have that capability i think they can hit that that next level um jay anything else you wanted to hit uh either mavs related around the nba um like we said there's 18 games left the second half of that is definitely um think is going to be easier i I know mavs fans have been the last it feels like for the last two weeks mavs fans have been oh it's going to get easier it's going to get easier um Mm -hmm. 
we play the Spurs. Uh, let's see, two more times. We play the Hawks. We play the Pacers. We play the Horn. We play the Hornets twice. Um, we might catch some Memphis Grizzlies in the middle of a skid. Hopefully, um, this is a good time to catch the Grizzlies. We have the Grizzlies next weekend. Uh, yeah, like, this will be a good time to catch them and, and all that drama that's going on. Um, people have been saying our schedule is easy, but the back, like, yeah, Mar- March, I, yeah. March is not a kickwalk to me. No, March, March no. is not a kickwalk to me. After that, yeah, maybe we're chilling. I, I think after that, we're Pelican, good. Pelicans, Grizzly, three games against the Grizzlies, Golden State, uh, and then you close out March against the Hornets, the Pacers, but again, and then last game in March is against the Sixers again. It's not not fun at Miami, at Atlanta, and then you close the last three is Sacramento, Chicago, San Antonio. Um, do you want to go out on a limb and guess how many of those games the Mavericks win? Eighteen games left. What's their What's their record in those mm. last eighteen? Oh man, yeah, getting a calculator out just made my heart sink a little bit. <laughs> uh... I think we go. I think we split them. I think we split them. I think. I think we. Nine I think and this nine. Is, I think we've seen. I think we've seen the mountaintop, bro. Like I, I think. I think this team knows. I think today, bro, is the mountaintop. Today we know Tuck Maxi away. We we didn't see Maxi. We saw. Another thing we didn't bring up: Luca only had ten points in the first half, which is weird. Luca probably should have had like fifty points tonight. Um, but but yeah. Like anyway. I think we saw Luca maybe uh, could have done a little more, you know. Um, but basically, I think this is what this team is, and and this and it was not bad, really. But but we didn't see Maxi because we're saving him for the playoffs. We're, I, we're, I think we're going to see continued uh, missing. We're going to be looking around for Maxi. He's not going to be there. We're going to be looking around for defense. It's not going to be there. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, so you are in. Tread water. Stay healthy until the playoffs and then you can unleash. Yeah, I think that looks like splitting it maybe even eight eight wins. And then we oh, and Lord. We kinda yeah, yeah. Okay. Well I'm not that I'm not that down. I I think yeah, I mean we are we're sixty four games in. We are only two games above five hundred. So this this team is not as much as we hope and pray this team is a playoff contender. We are so far, we are not much better than 500. Um, but I, I will say, I am willing to say we go 11 and seven, uh, maybe 12 and six in this last stretch. Um, cause I do think in general, like the, these, these matchups are favorable. You have, we have like five tough games, uh, and then about 10 or so other games that are should be ought to be winnable games. Um, and actually I should take this back. We only have 17 games left. Uh, uh, we lost to the Suns, So that's one loss. So we're already one, one on the way to, uh, to that. Okay. Nine and nine, <laughs> eight and 10 record. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the last 18. Uh, sorry. Bad at, bad at math. Um, Jay, anything, anything else we we got to touch on before we uh let you go? Um, oh, I did want to. I uh, since we did bring up, we did kind of touch on Brunson. 
I did real quick. I think Brunson is better than Kyrie, bro. I think I think that's yeah. how bad this movie I'm, is. I think I'm yeah. willing. I did not get that take out there, bro. bro. I am I am right there with you. I I will I will defend you with that take. I will, will be on that island and I will defend you with that take. Not only because well, one because of contract, like Brunson is not going to call for 45 million a year yeah um so contract wise he's definitely the better guy but also like leadership in the locker room present like just and also his youth brunson is going to be good for another eight or nine years he might be Kyrie. yeah yeah so yeah i think i think brunson is is yeah is the real deal uh this is your we are 64 games in, and I just occasionally like to remind folks that uh, we are 64 games into the season, and the Knicks are five. They are five games better than the Mavericks this season. Oh no! So, uh, and they will. They, I would. I would bet right now that they're going to finish with a better record than the Mavericks will. Um. That's uh, that's not necessary. That's not saying anything about Luca, uh, but that's just a matter of fact that the Knicks have have quite honestly this season thus far done a little bit better job constructing a team maybe than the Mavericks have. Uh, and turning so, around a coach's reputation, I think Thibodeau. I don't know. Thibodeau. Yeah, kind of... we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see if Thibodeau can. Can... I've seen people saying really good things about him lately. Like, like, like the things that oh, I they, wish they well, were saying about Jason Kidd. <laughs> they've, they've, yeah, Jalen Brunson for sure has saved his job because <laughs> because there was gonna, I mean, there was gonna be noise if they missed the playoffs this season or if they flamed out. Uh, I there there would definitely be folks, and I'm sure there still are folks in New York calling for Tibbs' head. Um, but Jalen Brunson is is and that team are are really responsible for keeping his his butt off the hot seat. Um, unfortunately, I can't say the same for keep. Well, the the seat is not beginning to warm for Jason Kidd. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, this is your <laughs> weekly reminder, uh, all you MFFLs. Unfortunately, the Knicks, the Knicks are a better team currently than uh, than the Mavericks are. Uh, you hate to see it um but that seems as good a place as any to drop us off um maybe when ben gets back we can we can talk the john morant situation uh or maybe yeah, just or maybe wait. when he shows another wait, gun tomorrow <laughs> wait wait for we'll wait for that situation to that the dust to settle because we we currently don't have a lot of information it is it does seem pretty dicey and not great to say the least uh i really i i i don't know if you could if you could have told me at the beginning of the season this is where we would be with john morant like this would be the situation i did i did not have john morant goes gilbert arenas on uh on my bingo card for this season um uh i i yeah, I don't know if if you had any. Your reactions are like, are, uh, from from seeing that. I mean, what, like, what is? 
I, I just what is what is going on? I hope on, he can man. stay out of trouble. As of now, he got suspended yeah. two games. I'm, I'm hoping he stays out of trouble, man. But I mean, yeah, y- y'all stay tuned. We'll be checking in on it because it's super interesting that that yeah, bro. I don't know how he turned into like the dar- like kind of the darling of the NBA. We were talking about how he's better than Luca. How he was next up over Luca a year ago, and how he was his hero, whatever, whatever. He's giving Those jerseys were... to kids. And stuff, you know what I mean? Like he was like a way different image than now. Yeah, it's they crazy. named the Memphis the Memphis Zoo named a giraffe after Ja. They named him like Ja <laughs> Raffe. Yeah, I mean, and, and like, and I, and I've been a fan of 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 John Morant since I think he was at Murray State. Like, I mean, he's uh, he's an electric basketball player. Like a, I mean, a really impressive and. And in general, like, has seemed like a great young player to build a team around. And and Memphis, for all the for all the like, I think the kind of fronting, the talk, and the and the braggadociousness of that Memphis, you know, oh, we're we're different. Like, we're not scared of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> ignoring ignoring that stuff, which is a little annoying when you've won. They won one playoff series, maybe, maybe, um, <laughs> like. Ignoring that, I mean, I, I they're an exciting they were an exciting young team last year. I mean, they were they were last year they were the Sacramento Kings essentially of last year of a of a really surprising team to kind of jump catapult themselves into the conversation. Um, and it just it just seems it it's, it's unfortunate. It's 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 worrying to see uh, some of the stuff happening with with John. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know on, for, on, from a basketball perspective, it behooves the Mavericks for John Morant not to be back with the team when we play them <laughs> from a basketball perspective, it might be nice to face the Grizzlies without him, but from on a human level, like, yeah, uh, just hoping everything's okay and everything gets resolved well. Yeah. Um, yeah. so all right. Well, that has been uh, your Sunday afternoon edition of Buckets and Beyond. Uh, stay frosty out there, Mavs fans. Um, you know, we got, yeah, team, team, hashtag team cope. We got 17 games left of this, of this season. Um, so let's, you know, bring it home strong. You can find, uh, find us on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. You can also, uh, catch us on Twitter at Buckets Beyond or on Instagram at Buckets and Beyond. Uh, yeah, and we we're out. Peace.